Now in January 2013, your mother and I were beginning our third year of marriage. I was in the third year of a plan to become me on a full-time basis by weaning myself from formal full-time employment via consulting. You couldn't just walk straight away. You had to ease your way out by consulting. Now I crafted this approach at the end of my journey through the charter school world. I shared all the ideas I had about this with your mother during our courtship. Now the beginning of our marriage coincided with my charter school exit and entry into developing this plan going after full tilt. Charter schools taught me a lot about myself and about people. Now, lessons about me served a far greater purpose than what I learned about people. I was a consultant, a founding faculty member, the athletic director, dean of students, the math department head, the administrator, and a twice elected governing board member at our school. Now, as a former engineer and eternal creative problem solver, I either gravitated to was relegated to or was delegated the responsibility to fix it whenever anything was wrong. And there was always something wrong. Now that's how I ended up with all these assignments. Now one takeaway from the experience was that I had proven my mettle, especially to myself, and I had sharpened my leadership and problem-solving skills. A more subtle takeaway was that I had been set up to fail on numerous occasions and that left me tired and frustrated. Now both of these takes had merit so I had to heed both. My mind, thought process, computer skills, organizational habits and efficiency were all strengths that made me an asset to everybody including me especially me. My discourse skill, passion, and sometimes brutal, graceless honesty, especially when I'm frustrated or angry. These were weaknesses that made me a threat to everybody, including and especially me. Now, the threat that I posed in that environment had a lot of layers, a lot of layers. My mind, thought process, computer skills, organization, and efficiency also made me a threat. That threat was further compounded by my quiet but not silent nature. I was probably more intimidating when I said nothing because people feared what I was thinking than I was when I spoke. My quiet was the calm before the storm and incited overt and subtle discomfort and unrest. Might have been subtle, but I could see it. I could see it in people's faces. I observed it many times, both during peaceful and tense interactions with colleagues. Some friends, some foes, some both. And I saw it enough to conclude that I, I needed to do some serious self-reflection. I needed to change my approach 
and its hidden detrimental impact on my career and my interpersonal interactions. Now, this period of self-reflection concluded that my discourse skills had to generate hope, healing, and change, not despair, vitriol, and strife. I needed to put myself in situations conducive to my virtues, not my vices. That was important. Second thing was that my mentoring skills could be refined by mentoring more and by being mentored more. Again, in situations that I defined and vetted. My mediation skills and my personal conflicts were a weakness that I needed to convert into a strength simply by resolving that weakness. That's how we get a lot of our strength, addressing weakness. Four, my problem-solving skills might always lead me into these ambiguous, unstable situations that breed poor adult relationships. I needed to learn how to limit my exposure to those kinds of situations. And five, I had to learn how to generate revenue by selling products and services that I created, not via employment wages. That's a key part of this battle. Now, these lessons helped me set some goals, some smart goals. First, I would resolve to write and speak on themes of hope, healing, and change because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I would design projects that would facilitate mentoring and small group discipleship because equipping others to equip others helps me learn and learn in ways that stick. I would become a mediator to learn and practice the art of self-control. The employment world's safest and most lucrative opportunities for me were short-term projects that required strategic solutions. I had to identify sources that helped me discover these opportunities. And then the fifth goal, I would convert my writing, creativity, and problem solving into products and services that I could sell. Now my mind, thought process, computer skills, organizational habits and efficiency were my secret weapons that would facilitate, amplify, and accelerate my efforts.